Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, whatever the case may be for you. And welcome to this IKOK chat. We are very honored that you have joined us and we're very excited for this particular chat and this journey for this is the annual opening of the Dragon's Gate. And that is the work we're gonna be doing uh, in this chat. So we're very excited and very honored that you have joined us. So I'm gonna ask now, oh, excuse me, I forgot. Let me introduce myself. I'm Crone Essence Catheris, founder and one of the Crones of the International Coalition of Crones. And um, wow, I, I, I'm excited. I'm personally extremely excited about this chat and this journey into the Dragon's Gate. Um, there's a lot going on. So we're going to get to it as quickly as we can. But before we do, I'm going to ask Ariane, Crone Ariane, if she would introduce herself. And then after that, uh, Crone Kabaha, please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Crone Ariane. I come from the far north of Queensland, where I work as an holistic counsellor and a meditation therapist. Uh, I also am a Reiki practitioner and love working with my shamanic drum. I'm so excited about today. Um, the Dragon's Gate is something really, really special. And I'm really grateful that you're all joining with us here, either live or in no time, no space, to experience this. Thank you. Kobaha. Good evening. Well, bonjour, wherever you are. My name is Kobaha. I'm a spiritual facilitator, crystal therapist, and I live near Sedona in northern Arizona. Um, what can I say about tonight? I can feel already the energy of the Dragon's Gate, and I feel so excited. So thank you for joining us, and I really hope you're going to enjoy it uh, tonight. Over to you, Essence. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. Okay. Well, before we begin, we're going to begin this chat like we do every other chat by coming together and uh, consciously and intentionally creating an energy field in, in which to work. And we do that by uh, sharing of some specific Metatronic numerology IM keyword phrases and just bringing ourselves to center. So if you all would find a comfortable position and just bring yourself to center, take a couple of deep breaths and relax, release them slowly, relax the body and the mind and the spirit. The first Metatronic numerology IM keyword phrase I would like to share is one that we call the heart of the work of the IKOK. It is the 2266 dual frequency. It says, I am the master of divine balance. Through the remembrance of the singing of the sacred cosmic song of self, I ignite creation of new realities. I am that which rebalances and heals. The next Metatronic Numerology IM keyword phrase I would like to share is that of the 2277 dual frequency. We call this one the four cornerstones of the work of the IKOK. I am the form 
of the sacred structure of collective reality known through the awakened divine rational mind. I build reality upon the foundation whose cornerstones are honor, integrity, responsibility, and expansion of sacred perspective. I am the master builder of collective galactic realities. I would like to take this opportunity to share this message from myself and the other two crones. Let it be said, I, Crone Essence Catharis, we, the crones of the IKOK, hold no answers that can be considered 100%, nothing finalized. What we do hold are perspectives and possibilities. What we share, the information we share, the teachings we share, once shared, become potentials. Okay, we're gonna jump right in because there's quite a bit of information to share, but the main work here in this chat at this time is the journey into the dragon's gate. So we don't want to spend a whole lot of time on other things. But with that state of Kabaha, believe it or not, I am hearing to draw a card now. If you would do that, please. To get us started. Sure. So tonight we're going to use, I'm going to use the mystical shaman oracle card from Colette Baron reed so let's see Amazing, absolutely amazing. What I'm hearing, before I'm going to show you the card, the message I'm getting is embrace it, be open. Embrace the magic. The card is the journey. How beautiful is that? Just enjoy it. Love that. Thank you. I think that begins this journey into the dragon's gate for us now. The message of the card shared by Kron Kabaha, embrace it, allow it, enjoy it. Know that you are a part of this for a reason a reason far beyond just being here tonight as a human. It's much more than that. 
Okay, thank you, Kabaha, very much. Okay, now I'm gonna go ahead and turn it right back over to Crone Kabaha because she's got some information. Uh, uh, for those of you who follow the IKOK and the work that we do, um, a lot of the information you're gonna to hear tonight is going to be uh, something that's already been shared, okay? It's one, the purpose is as a reminder to bring forward into the conscious mind because there is always so much information and it's related, but what is being shared tonight is directly related to the Dragon's Gate work and is significant to the Dragon's Gate work, okay? Uh, so, but Kron Kabaha is now going to talk about some chakra work real quick. Exactly. So going back to last year's um, Dragon's Gate, the 2020 Dragon's Gate represented the start of the creation of a new reality for the collective consciousness of humanity, building the template with the activation, building an intergalactic energy grid and reactivating the inner galactic communication. The 2021 Dragon's Gate is different. Essence will talk about it in more details later on. Humanity has entered a collective dark night of the soul just over a year ago. It is one of the most challenging time, but at the same time, it can also be an essential part of the process of creating a new reality for the collective. This collective karmic imbalance is being brought to the surface of the conscious mind of humanity at this time because we are now ready to begin taking on clearing it and rebalancing it, its effects as a collective. This phase is so important if we are to birth a new reality for the collective consciousness of humanity. This collective dark night of the soul will peak around September 7th, 2022. There could be a sense of hopelessness on the collective level, but it could ignite a, a spark of hope. This period is part of the 777 days of tears, which started from July 22nd, 2020. These dates are not set in stone. They are guidelines, but as most probable due to the current mindset and energy held by this collective. As lightworkers star seeds, we are required to find our inner strength, our inner power, our inner warrior. This is the time to step into that position of becoming our own leader, take ownership of our sole purpose, have faith in ourselves and in our capabilities. We need to disconnect for a short while on a daily basis from our mundane world and get back in touch with what our life's purpose is. We are star seeds light worker. We have the opportunity now to be of service, to step up and into service now in the way that is right for us. We are not here to save humanity. We're here to raise our vibration and hold space for the collective consciousness of humanity to create a new reality. When we share and hold space for others to share, we work together collectively and in harmony. Some of us that's Stepping outside our comfort zone can be scary. I do agree. It can be daunting. There is no one on earth who comes close to possessing your unique combination of skills, gifts, and life experience. It is time for service. So how do we get to that place of empowerment? How are we going to travel through this collective dark night of the soul? 
as a simple answer, we need to do some serious inner work. Like for example, by strengthening our high heart chakra, throat chakra and solar plexus. Before we go into the dragon's gate, the chakras need to be expanded and strengthened. Essence will take us into a short meditation, aligning our chakras in preparation to our journey to the dragon's gate. But before I start talking in more details about this specific work, I need to remind you that it is important to work on the alignment of the seven main chakras. It is necessary that the seven main chakras are aligned in preparation for the high heart work and solar plexus work. Without this initial work, the strengthening and activation of the high heart chakra and the solar plexus will not be effective. The high heart chakra is also referred as the thymus chakra or the higher heart chakra. It connects the emotions of divine love, compassion with detachment, truth, forgiveness, and release of fear with the area where language originates, allowing you to speak from the heart. This is the reason why we are going to strengthen the high heart chakra and the throat chakra, the chakra associated with communication and self-expression. If clear communication and careful hearing is your goal, taking care of the throat is important. A balanced throat chakra helps you communicate with clarity, wisdom, and discernment. When your throat chakra is open and balanced, you will find that you are not only able to speak fearlessly and with compassion, but you will also be open to listen and hear others. Being able to openly and honestly, but with care and concern for others is a gift to all relationships. You will be able to articulate your ideas, feelings, and opinions clearly. When you're able to express thoughts with clarity, you may also find that you feel heard and understood. Healthy communication includes nonverbal and internal communication. Speaking truth to yourself and walking consistently in that truth is a pathway to enlightenment. The high heart chakra is an important area of the body because its energy is extremely helpful to everyone who wants to ensure that the way they communicate is compassionate towards others. The high heart chakra is located in the upper chest between the heart and the throat chakra. This chakra is associated with the thymus gland, one of the earliest glands that develop in the fetus while in the womb. This gland is related to the immune system and has within it um, the patterning for your DNA and your karmic design for this lifetime, including past life information. This chakra represents the bridge between your emotion and your intellect. It is where you find the thymus gland. It is the primary gland that aids the immune system. As I mentioned as I just mentioned, the benefits to the physical body by assisting the chakra to begin to open up and its energy to expand, this chakra governs the immune system and its vibration helps during infections. The energy helps to improve the general well-being of the physical body. It helps those who suffer with feelings of general irritability and it has a calming action that helps to create more restful sleep. 
The energy from this chakra may flow up into the throat chakra where it may help with communication and loss of voice. This may be especially valuable if you have not been expressing ideas about issues that is now time to let go of. By voicing your true feelings, you may heal ongoing problems within the throat. Once you begin to work with the energy of your chakra, you may find yourself being open to more loving touches, hugging, and general demonstration of the loving feelings that are flowing more freely through your body. This energy will flow through to all aspects of your life. As you work with the chakra energy, you will find that you will begin to live your life more in line with what your higher self desired for you. This relates to what you planned before you came here to this earth in this incarnation. If you have wondered what your life purpose is, working with the energy of the high heart chakra may help you to find out exactly what that is. This is a chakra that has been neglected in the past, but now during this collective dark night of the soul, we have the opportunity to expand and activate the chakra in order to raise our vibration and do the work we are here to do. For the ones who are interested and committed to do this work, if you follow the initial advice of aligning the seven main chakras, you will make a quick progress working on the high heart chakra and the throat chakra. The solar plexus can be found in your body, directly below the sternum, over the stomach. This is a chakra that is masculine in nature and carries young energy. This is where you find your strength, your inner warrior. It, this is where it is ignited by the element of fire, the energy from the sun, and is considered to be seen as a yellow chakra. This is a chakra of empowerment, the center of a person's identity. It governs all of the aspects of one's personality and the ego. This is where you find your personal power, self-worth, self-confidence, self-esteem, and find your strength to make your own decisions. The solar plexus is the regulator of your inner knowing, allowing you to follow your gut instincts, the ability to speak your truth. This is the chakra that will ignite the fire in your belly. This is the one area of the body that is really affected by stress. If your solar plexus is blocked or depleted, you may find that your lack energy, lack of flow into this chakra can be manifested as depression, being fearful, anxiety, insecure, or being more introverted. Physically, a blocked solar plexus can be seen as having an issue with the stomach, the digestive system, sorry, or even back problems. The solar plexus is the source of empowerment, personal power, and the energy storehouse of our body. It is important to us in so many ways. As a starseed light worker, by strengthening the high heart chakra, the throat chakra, and the solar plexus, you will not only find that you begin to live your life more in line with your soul purpose but you will also find that inner power, inner fire and courage to step outside your comfort zone, raising your vibration and holding space for the collective consciousness of humanity to create a new reality. 
You will also trust where you are led on your spiritual journey during this challenging phase. And we, as the collective consciousness of humanity, when we reach the stage of total despair, of hopelessness, it will be followed by a trigger igniting the spark of hope, the fire in the belly needed to move off the dark night of the soul. I shared extensive information in previous IKOK chats regarding the work on the high heart chakra. If you are interested, please watch the IKOK chat dated May 7th, 2021, titled Expanding Your Comfort Zone from the Inside Out. And finally, coming soon, within the next few months, we will be expanding on the chakra system and working with it on a deeper level. That's it. <laughs> Over to you, Essence. Thank you. Thank you very much with that. While I was listening uh, to all of that uh, information that Kronkabaha shared, um, I was hearing, uh, to, I'm going to go ahead and share some information. Remember, and you know, y'all know me, those of you are used to working with me, lots of information. And so here we go. Um, first of all, I want to go ahead and share very quickly the times of the opening. If you are familiar with working with the Dragon's Gate, uh, I, and I'll, I'll go a little bit deeper into what the Dragon's Gate is, just as a reminder uh, and also for those who haven't worked with us before, who are watching this or will be watching it in no time, no space. But this year, the 20, the Dragon's Gate of 2021, the time of its opening is from 408 UTC to 1952 UTC. Now, for those of you who live in the same time zone that I do or, or can better um calculate from that it is uh 250 uh my bad 11:08 p.m this evening okay on august 21st that it opens here in central time in the u.s is where i'm at okay and then it will close at 2:52 p.m tomorrow afternoon on the 22nd of august okay because all times calculated are UTC times for events such as this, because these are global events. So once again, the UTC times for the 2021 Dragon's Gate is 408 UTC to 1952 UTC. I'm going to go ahead and share the, the main frequency of this year's Dragon's Gate is the 122 dual frequency. That frequency says, I am sovereign, standing in my divine power. I fearlessly build reality upon the template of sacred universal structure guided by divine spiritual vision. Interestingly enough, last year's, uh, the 2020 Dragon's Gate, which was a bridge, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit more later on in the chat, uh, into, uh, we're just going to call it building a new reality, okay? It was a 111 dual frequency. 
And the reason I mention that is because if you see, we have 111 and then we have last year 122, this year that one, okay, the one frequency is always about the individual self. But here, we're not talking about the individual human self. We're talking about the individual self that is the consciousness of humanity. So humanity, the collective consciousness of humanity is the self, the individual self we're talking about here. So with that understood, let me go ahead and reread the 122 dual frequency that is the main frequency, okay, for the 2021 Dragon's Gate. I am sovereign. So here, remember, I is the collective consciousness of humanity. I am sovereign. Standing in my divine power, I fearlessly build reality upon the template of sacred universal structure guided by divine spiritual vision. All right. As Kabaha was reading that, I was also led to go ahead and share Navari. Navari is the earth liaison for the international, uh, excuse me, intergalactic governance board. Uh, there are three messages that uh, came through in basically the last year that uh, were brought forward to be shared this evening as reminders, because they're specifically about what's going on in the collective right now and what this work is about and how it relates. Okay. The uh, the first one I want to share was actually shared on the 15th of December of 2019. And she simply said, prepare to be thrust into releasing what has served its purpose. Now, if you remember, that was just literally days before they say COVID began its journey into a pandemic. So we were told, prepare to be thrust, and thrust is the word, and by thrust, it means you don't have a choice. It's going to happen. Prepare to be thrust into releasing what has served its purpose. But then I want to share personally a, a meme that I shared uh, some time back that to me relates and makes this very much more understandable and more understandable. I'll just go with that. Remember, we have to release what has served its purpose in order to make room for what is ready to serve its purpose. All right. The next message I want to share from Navari is one that was shared on July 1st of 2020. And... This message that I've shared it before, but it's for this star seed. It is not your job, your work, or your mission to save humanity. Never has been. Your original mission was to come to Earth camouflaged as human and working together with other star seeds, raise the frequencies surrounding this planet and that and uh, and that held by and are held by the collective consciousness of the species of humanity of earth and then to hold and maintain these frequencies at a level that allows the species of humanity to save itself so paraphrasing that your job's never been to be a savior 
your job is to work with energy. You're, in, you're a starseed. You came here to raise the frequency that surrounds this planet and is held by in the, and within the collective conscious mind of humanity. And to hold that higher frequency, literally hold an energy field so that humanity can step up, awaken, and save itself, if you will, okay, expand its consciousness, mature spiritually. That has always been what you're here to do. That's a reminder. Sometimes we get lost because we are camouflaged in human form. All right. I'm going to share this because this was shared in October of last year. And this, I'm going to share it right here now. And then later on, talk a little bit more about what this means. But Navari also on the 11th of October of 2020, she also said, told us from Leo Sirius into Virgo Spica, you will find the doorway into your restructured reality and expanded collective mind. I actually shared this message in last year's Dragon's Gate work. One more time from Leo Spica, excuse me, from Leo Sirius into Virgo Spica, you will find the doorway into your restructured reality and expanded collective mind. All right, we'll talk more about that in a little bit. Um, can set that aside. I want to share right here. Um, okay, all of those things, believe it or not, those messages that I just shared do have a direct correlation to the chakra work that Kabaha was just talking about. Okay, that work is so important. That work on yourself is what you have to do to be able to do the work you came here to do. Without doing that, without making that a priority, okay, you cannot do the work you came here to do as a starseed because you cannot hold the energy to create the frequency necessary the, 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 the vibrational rate of the frequency necessary, okay, that needs to become the field, the energetic field in which the collective consciousness of humanity can step into, resides within, can exist within, so that it can expand its consciousness. That's why that work is so important. Um, I'm going to share this and this has a, a relationship to what we're just talking about here. Energy is just, remember, energy is just energy. It has no defined agenda. Energy simply flows and follows along the pathway carved by consciousness. This is the proverbial energy flows where intention goes. In our reality, our thoughts, beliefs, emotions, our words and actions constitute 
consciousness. We are the consciousness that carves the pathway energy flows within and follows. We determine how our reality is created and what our global society looks like by how we feel and interact with each other and all life on earth. Indeed, with the very planet itself. And you don't have to believe this is true for it to be so. It simply is. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm just looking over my notes here real quick to see if... Um, there's anything else I want to share right here before um, we turn this over to one of the to Ariane. Okay, one of the things I want to uh, remind you: remember, uh, we're in the collective dark night of the soul. What uh, we uh, did have called and dubbed, you could say, the 777 days of tears. Uh, if you want more detailed information and all that, go back and listen, if you're not familiar with it already, to past chats and, and you know, refresh your memory or learn about it for the first time, if that's the case. But, and all of this um, is related to what is known as the 178-HTKI, Atlantean Technology Karmic Imbalance, okay? This, this pandemic is, I'm, I'm spitting out a bunch of information, reminder, and, and move forward, okay? This, this, this pandemic, this global pandemic was a subconscious choice. The collective consciousness of humanity chose as a global, and in, in other words, an entire collective experience, okay, to bring it in, bring us into a place of, um, it's actually a knowledge, but it's not knowledge in the rational mind sense. It's more an, a knowledge energetically known and felt, okay, of rebalancing uh, a collective karma. And that collective karma was one that was um, on a basic level, we're going to put it that way, created in Atlantis by the collective consciousness of humanity of Atlantis, which we are incarnate, reincarnate, Okay, and we've got to rebalance the misuses and abuses of technology, both sacred and mundane. That's why all of this looks the way it does here. Okay, in all, in all honesty, in so many ways, what we're experiencing is a repeat of what transpired in Atlantis that led to the fall, what we know as the fall. This is collective. All right. Um, and part of the reason, and one of the biggest reasons, that that 17.8 ATKI has to be rebalanced, okay, is because where this collective is, believe it or not, we're actually making progress. There's just, remember, we're going to go back to that. You need to, we have to release what has served its purpose in order to make room for what is ready to serve its purpose. And on a collective level, we can say the 17.8 ATKI has got to go for that very reason. It's standing in our way, all right, of expanding consciousness collectively. 
And it is very important right now because this collective is in a major coming into a major node point is what I call it. Okay. Because it is cyclic. All right. Where we have to, as a collective, make a decision as to what collective reality timeline experience we're going to travel, choose to travel for the next 13,000 plus years. 13,000 is the small amount of time in that. Okay. Um, let's see. So this year's Dragon's Gate, let me look here. I want to find, you have to forgive me. You know me and my notes. I always have so many piles of notes. Um, okay, where did I put that? It's right here in front of me. You know it is. It's always right here in front of me. Okay, well, apparently it's not time to share that because I can't find the notes. So what that tells me is it is time to go ahead and turn this over now to Crone um, uh, Ariane. Oh, no, 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 no. My bad. We're going to, <laughs> I'm looking, we, we actually have an itinerary. <laughs> First, before we do that, we're going to go ahead and do a short meditation for aligning our chakras in preparation for our journey into the Dragon's Gate. This isn't going to take us very long. The reason that we want to do this this year, and though we've never done this before in the Dragon's Gate, a lot has shifted. The energies are much more powerful. And as you're going to hear uh, with the other two crowns here very shortly are going to share their first experience in traveling into the Dragon's Gate. In, this is a very high frequency, all right? And sometimes if you're not aligned properly and energetically prepared, let's just say it that way, it can cause some drama. We're going to leave it at that, okay? So the best way to prepare for that is to get your chakras really aligned, strengthened, and we're going to do it as a group, okay, which makes it even more powerful because we are, just as we um, came together at the beginning of this chat to create an energy field within which to sit to do this work, coming together strengthens the work. And so it will literally strengthen even the work of our um, chakra aligning, okay? So if everyone will just get comfortable, I, uh, it's preferable that you close your eyes so that you can really relax. And uh, we're gonna see exactly how they want us to uh, align these chakras for this particular journey. All right, the first thing you need to do is take a few deep breaths, bring yourself to center, relax the body and the mind. And another deep breath. The feet, it is best if the feet are planted firmly on the ground so that you get a good rooting uh, energy. But at the very least, if that's not the position you're in, visualize that. And then I want you to begin sending a rooting cord out from the arches of your feet first. 
We're going to send this all the way down into the core of this planet of Earth. We're going to root very deeply to this planet because that is where our physical form resides. That is where our physical form exists. It is a part of this planet. Our physical form is literally a part, a physical part of this planet. It belongs to this planet. We are only borrowing the actual physical molecules to create our form from this planet while we are here. Take a deep breath and now begin bringing your focus straight up the legs into the root chakra. Leave that energy cord, that grounding cord. Hold it tight. As you enter into your root chakra, you should actually begin experiencing within your inner vision, a clearing of your vision, your inner vision. It should be, let's, let's put it this way. It should be something experienced as say, cleaning a window. You're looking through a window that was dirty and smudged before, but now that you are rooted, your inner vision it is as if the window has been cleaned and cleared. It is clearer. Continue breathing gently. And now bring your energy up, your focus into your sacral chakra. That is the chakra approximately two fingers width below your navel. And breathe deeply into that chakra. And as you do, you should experience that same clearing, let's call it energetic clearing and visual vision of your inner vision in your crown chakra. Now bring your focus and your energy up into your solar plexus. Remember, it is in the pit of the stomach, if you will. All right. And breathe into this chakra. Exhale and let it relax. And as you breathe in, it expands. As you exhale, it relaxes. And as you work with this chakra, you should notice an inner clearing within your throat chakra. Now bring your focus up into your heart chakra and breathe into your heart chakra. As you breathe in, allow it to expand. As you breathe out, allow it to relax. One more time, breathe in, expand. Breathe out, relax. And as you work on this heart chakra, you should feel and sense and see and experience 
a clearing within the high heart chakra. Now, bring your focus into your high heart chakra. Remember it is located about halfway between your heart chakra and your throat chakra. And breathe in, let it expand. Breathe out slowly and let it relax. And again, breathe in, expand. Breathe out, relax. And as you do, you now feel the strong connection, the clear, strong connection between your high heart and your heart chakra. And you feel a cyclic energy moving in a cycle, in a circle, if you will, between the heart chakra and the high heart chakra. Allow that to continue to flow. It is actually flowing in at the heart, in the front, out through the back, comes into the high heart in the back of your form, out the front and back into the front of the heart. Allow that cycle of energy movement to continue. And now move your focus up into your third eye. And breathe in and let it expand. Breathe out and let it relax. One more time, breathe in and expand, out and relax. And as you do, you now experience that strong connection between the third eye Where did it go? Between the third eye and the root. There it is. Allow it to flow in the same direction, that cycle of energy into from the root to the third eye, flowing in a circle from the root to the third eye, in and out of the body. Move up to the crown. Breathe in, expand it. Exhale, relax. Breathe in, expand the crown, exhale, relax. And now allow that energetic cyclic connection between the crown We're going from the crown to the solar plexus, excuse me, to the sacral.
Now move your focus back down to your throat chakra. Breathe in, expand. Breathe out, relax. Breathe in, expand. Breathe out, relax. Now the connection between the throat and the solar plexus. And allow that same cycle to continue. Bring your focus now, please, back to that grounding cord and ground yourself once again and bring yourself back from this meditation. Okay. With that completed, uh, I'm going to turn this over to Crone Ariane to share her first experience into the Dragon's Gate. Well, <laughs> I just need to gather myself after that. Okay. I did actually talk about this last year, but it's something that bears talking about many times and many times we've spoken about it and given ourselves giggles but I first met Essence in 2015 through the first wave Blu-ray Indigo Facebook group and I'd only had my spiritual uh, initial spiritual awakening a few months before that in and then in 2016 when the Dragon's Gate opened for the first time I was still very much a baby neophyte and I was really green behind the ears Thought I knew it all, knew very, very little. It was the first time the Dragon's Gate had opened in something like 6,000 years. And hey, me, I was invited. I was really honoured and surprised to be asked. And I was also a little bit fearful, if the truth be told, because I didn't think I was ready for this kind of deeper work. And I probably wasn't. But in, respect, in retrospect, yes, I needed to be there at that time much as you who are here today and who will join us in entering the Dragon's Gate are also very much meant to be here. And before that very first opening, Essence gave us lots of instructions about how to enter and how to leave in a manner that was really respectful. She also gave us information about what we were likely to experience while we were in the Dragon's Gate. Now, remember, I was a baby neophyte. And like most neophytes, I was convinced that this was my last incarnation on Earth. I was going home. So excited about that. I've experienced a fair amount of trauma and drama in my life. And I was really, really happy at the thought of not coming back when I was done here in this lifetime. Now, I know that during that first visit and subsequent visits, I received a lot of information. I just didn't know how to recognize it. And Essence helped me out and later explained that information can come in what she terms as packets. And I thought of brown paper parcels and with open when ready written on them. 
because there was information there that I was given that I really wasn't ready to receive at that point. But there was some information that I was given directly, but only one aspect of that information was up front and forward in my mind at that time. I wasn't going home at the end of this lifetime. Now, looking back, we crones have had a lot of giggles on that one. It's almost a rite of passage for neophytes to believe that this is their last reincarnation, this last incarnation, when in reality, it's only the initial work we came here to do that's been completed. There is more work for us to do. And I was also given information about my part in that work. My journey into the initial opening of the Dragonscape was very intense. I received lots of information and most of it was difficult and confusing at first. Most of it I didn't understand. And some of it is only now starting to become clear. But what was clear, once I got over my disappointment, was that I had been offered a new sacred contract for this lifetime reality and beyond, and I had accepted it. Now, it may be that when you return from this dragonscape, that you feel as if you didn't experience much at all. And whilst that may be the case, there is a very strong likelihood that you will also receive packets of information and that sometime over the coming months or years, you'll be hit by inspiration or perhaps something that was confusing will suddenly become clear. The knowledge that you need may have just been delivered in that packet mat, open when ready. So whatever your experience, uplifting or devastating, the information you receive is very much what you need in order to go forward through this life and beyond. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Ariane's right. Um, we, we still get good giggles out of uh, what she thought <laughs> back in those days. <laughs> but anyway, so thank you very much. I have, to, I have to say as well, I do personally have the odd little giggle when I see someone who's obviously still in the ear fight going, oh no, I'm not coming back. I'm not coming back. And I'm going, I recognize that, but that you are. <laughs> yeah, chances are you're here. That's for sure. There's still a lot of work to do. Yeah, so... All right, uh, Kabaha, you want to go ahead and share yours? Yes, and I hope the connection is going to be better. I don't know about the beginning, but my picture was jumping was when I was sharing the information initially. So let's hope. Um, when, I when, I was, when you were talking last time, it was breaking up a little bit on yeah. my end, but it wasn't bad. I mean, we could still. Okay. Because yeah. I can hear thunder around us. Uh, yeah, yeah. You see, okay. the, that's the Dragon's Gate. Here we the go. Dragon's Gate. The Dragon's Gate's <laughs> getting closer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. Okay. There is a sense of excitement. I must admit, I feel the energy at the moment. Ha, as the Dragon's Gate is about to open, I remember vividly my initial experience when I entered the Dragon's Gate for the first time back in 2016. The energy felt very different compared to the energy I experienced during the Lion's Gate. The Lion's Gate is about the divine masculine energy based on thoughts, actions, and beliefs. As for the Dragon's Gate, it's about the divine feminine energy representing intuition, 
patience, nurturing, and healing. It's the representation of growth, not just on the physical way, but also emotionally and spiritually. The energy I experienced during the initial opening of the Dragon's Gate in 2016 was very powerful with a noticeable difference. It felt exciting, but daunting at the same time. I felt that the task required of me was going to be huge. During the actual meditation of the initial opening of the Dragon's Gate, I was shown images. One represented Lemurian starseed crystals. I could see the grooves on the crystals, and it was the confirmation they were indeed Lemurian starseed crystals. The second image was an open book, and the third one was associated with a peaceful place, a temple in lush surroundings and waterfalls. I took on board the information that was given to me, but I didn't understand the messages until recently. I had the sense that the messages were connected to future energy work. I found not long ago some notes in one of my spiritual journals, and I started to put the pieces of the jigsaw puzzle together. The grooves or markings on the Lemurian starseed crystal contain a hidden message for the bearer to decode. Our soul and higher self will recognize the information meant for us and download it to our subconscious where it will be stored until the right moment arrives for it to permit our conscious life. The information, the knowledge was represented by the book shown to me during the meditation. As for the image with a temple in a peaceful place, in lush surroundings and waterfalls, I felt it had two meanings. It represented the lost land of Lemuria. But after further research, I also found out it was also associated to future energy work connected to the Emerald Core. I remember that in 2018, precisely on August 11th, 2018, which was my birthday, I took part in the, re the release of Etheric Energy Core of Earth, Gaia, out of the Dragon's Gate portal. It was released from the ancient future temple of the soul, the temple I saw during the meditation. The release was in preparation to the first activation phase that began on September 22nd, 2020, the September equinox. It took me that long to understand and make sense of the clues I was given during the initial opening of the Dragon's Gate in 2016. And going back to that, obviously what I'm sharing now is the notes I share during, uh, just after the Dragon's Gate 2016. Now we are in 2021. Some of the, the information connected with Lemuria, the big one for me, partly was to discover about the name Kobaha. That was 2019, and it was part of that knowledge, starting to find out what was my work in this incarnation. And there is more to come as well. But yeah, it was the start of it, clearly. Essence, over to you. All right, thank you. I think what both of the other two crones experience first experiences with the dragon's gate show us is 
commitment, commitment to the work, commitment to um, work on yourself and to, in order to become that tool that awakens starseed, okay, that is here to do the work of raising frequency and holding it, okay? It's because it, it can be for a lot of people who, but you heard both of the crones talk about how they got information that made no sense and literally took years, some of it, to go, oh, oh, that's what that was. If they had not stayed committed to the work, they would have never known. And because this is a part of their sacred contract i'm not saying it's their entire sacred contract just as i'm not saying working with me or the ikok is the entirety of your sacred contract in this work in this reality but if you're here if you've been drawn here as we say in this belief that there are no coincidences then if you're here then a part of your sacred contractual work in this lifetime is related to this work. It's pretty much that simple. Commitment. Commitment is the key. Um, there's a lot more information, I'll be honest. And I'm looking at the time and I'm hearing that this is just not the time to share all that information. Where, because it literally would be at least another hour. And this is about the journey into the Dragonscape, the work of the Dragonscape this year. So uh, there's just a, a little bit more that I'm, I, I am going to share because it is relevant to the Dragonscape. But we're going to go do the Dragonscape work now. We're going to take this journey. I will say, okay, just for those who uh, aren't familiar or who'd be watching this in no time, no space, who've never worked with this before. If you need a refresher, or if you don't know at all, I would highly suggest, especially to those who are watching this in no time, no space, in other words, the recording on YouTube, I highly suggest if you're not familiar with this, that you go ahead and go back and first watch the August 6th, 2020 IKOK chat, and then the August 21st, 2020 IKOK chat. Both of those are related directly to the Dragon's Gate, actually the August 21st, 2020 Dragon's Gate work. All right. What I'm hearing that I'm going to have to do is actually just record all of the other uh, information and share it in a different video. Okay. Um, so with that stated, I want to share that last year in the Dragon's Gate, we went, we seated, okay, seated a golden yellow um, octahedron within the throat, planetary throat chakra, okay? The reason we did uh, did that, it was a, we were re, actually what we were doing, we were actually uh, re, um, 
reactivating there's the word reactivating an ancient future intergalactic communications device all right that was going to bring us back into communication with um, you know eventually leading to when other particular work is completed all right uh, galactic family that we've lost contact with somewhere between 50,000 and 2 million years ago. I talked about this in last year's Dragon's Gate. Well, I can tell you that that, commun that intergalactic communications device is beginning to come online. The information that we'll be sharing and the work that is coming is starting the information is starting to flow and the connections and one of the um communications links that is being reconnected and strengthened is communications with uh galactic and intergalactic civilization uh with connected in uh with spica the star spica which is in the uh, Virgo cluster. All right. Now, this year in this Dragon's Gate, we're going to seat another uh, sacred geometric form. Uh, but this time we're going to seat it into the planetary third eye chakra. This is all connected, just like all the other activations that I lead. They're all connected. All right. It's work. It's one step at a time. Uh, the current planetary third eye chakra, which is related. Remember earlier, I read that message from Navari about the doorway. Where is it at? This one right here. From Leo Sirius into Virgo Spica, you will find the doorway into your restructured reality and expanded collective mind. The current third eye, planetary third eye chakra is it located at Glastonbury Tor in England, the same place as is the planetary heart chakra. Traditionally, and in the Leo Sirius, and if I said spica on that last one, I apologize. I tend to do that a lot. Um, in the Leo Sirius reality, I'm going to use these terms simply, okay, to kind of move forward a little faster. Um, that belongs to, that's where the third eye point is. If you remember last year, the reason we're no longer, the Dragon's Gate is no longer associated. And we, and as myself and the IKOK no longer work with the Lion's Gate is because we were told to simply state, state it simply. If you continue weaving your reality with the same threads, in other words, the same activations, the same energies, you continue creating the same reality. You're going nowhere. You're spinning your tires. We're spinning in space. Ah, sorry, couldn't resist. All right. It doesn't change all at once. It's a journey. Remember, we're here on a journey. This, and when I say here, I'm not talking about just Earth. I'm talking about in this universe. This entire universe is a journey we're in. 
So that's why we no longer work with the Lionsgate. And I, and I and tell you something, I absolutely loved working within the Lionsgate. I did for years and years and years. You can go to my website and see all the articles. It's an amazing energy, but it maintains that old reality. All right. So this year, the planetary third eye chakra that's related to Virgo spica reality to state it simply it's a lot more complicated than this and a lot more detailed but we're not going into all that tonight like I thought we would that will have to be on a different um, sharing is located well let me read this um It's associated with the creation of a new restructured global society and collective reality. And it now sits at the deep, at a point deep within the planet beneath the Patella Palace in Tibet, which is the point above it, the Patella Palace, is where the planetary transpersonal soul star chakra exists that we began activating in 2019 and we will finalize its first initial activation because it's a set of three activations on September 11th of this year. So next month, that's where the planetary third eye now exists associated with Virgo Spica, Patella Palace in Tibet. They're really messing with the energy. It's the energies. I see my internet blinking. I don't know if y'all see it, but the energies are getting strong. That's another reason we need to go ahead and do this. Okay. Um, just looking here. All right. So the Dragon's Gate is an ancient future energy portal that. Uh, comes around every so often it comes in and it, it opens up for 11 years each time it opens well I, I take that back it comes around for 11 years it opens for nine years 2020 was that midpoint by the way that was the bridge out of leo sirius into virgo spica it opens at the times of the opening and closings of what we currently uh, referred to as golden age cycles. So it only comes around. Remember, linear time is just exactly that linear. We can only, you know, nothing is set in stone like this, but these are approximations. Okay. It only comes around at a minimum of every 6,000 plus minus years. Okay. So when we quit last year, and I, I talk about this, when we quit working with the Lion's Gate, because if the Dragon's Gate is associated with the Lion's Gate and literally comes out of the Lion's Gate into our reality, right? What happened to it? So on February, when Kira and I were first working together, still working together before the IKOK was ever created, the last activation that we did, and we were told about it, around December of 2019 was the 444 2222 dual Stargate portal that was activated on February 22nd of 2020. Well, guess where? And then starting last year at that bridge point, 
the lion's gate is no longer relative to the dragon's gate and the dragon's gate now comes out of the 444 2222 dual stargate portal it began that last year at that bridge crossing from leo sirius into virgo spica remember that 20 that 444 2222 dual stargate portal is a multi time travel portal, which gives us humanity access to an almost infinite number of collective reality timelines to choose from to travel for the next 13,000 plus years minimum. The Lionsgate reality that Leo Sirius is one of those timelines. So the question is, do we stay on the collective reality timeline we are currently traveling for the next 13,000 years, or do we choose differently? And in many ways, I think I mentioned this earlier, we can say that this Lion's Gate, Leo Sirius reality is that old Atlantean timeline reality, okay? And right now where we sit, remember you're, we're always talking about in this belief system, how you know we're here at such a special time. It is. You know, all right. Okay, let's see. I'm, I'm looking at my notes here. Remember, this is, I'm not going to go into that. I'll go into that in the next deal. This is a choice. So talking about, this is choice to decide if humanity's collective. Well, I'm going to have to for it to make sense. Okay, uh, Leo Sirius. These are some uh, just basic um correspondences that make it make a little bit more sense okay the energy form focus in the leo sirius reality system that's that lion's gate is physical and emotional it's masculine whereas in virgo spica it's mental and spiritual it's feminine what is such big talk and has been for at least a decade or more now the rebalancing of the divine feminine and the divine masculine this one, the con, the, the, the processes of conflict resolution. These are just some things to make it a little more understandable about the differences between Leo Sirius and Virgo Spica. All right. The conflict resolution in Leo Sirius is literally through conflict. It's through physical conflict because the Leo Sirius is about physical evolution where the Virgo Spica is about consciousness evolution. All right. Remember, Leo, okay, or Lionsgate, physical, emotional, masculine, uh, Virgo Spica, mental, spiritual, feminine, conflict resolution in Leo Sirius is physical conflict. It's power. It's about war. It's the physical means of conflict resolution. Whereas in Virgo Spica, the means of conflict, the focus of conflict resolution is the communication, compromise, and strength of mind. Because remember, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, masculine, feminine, okay? You can even correlate it to um, Leo Sirius Atlantis, Virgo Spica, Lemuria. Remember, this is a realm of duality and you cannot separate the physical from the spiritual. So this is not about replacing physical with spiritual. 
and here I'm talking about, this is a choice to decide if humanity's collective is sufficiently knowledgeable in the lessons of the physical aspects to now shift its primary focus into that of the mental and spiritual while retaining what was gathered during the last 13,000 years, basically spent in the physical, emotional primary focus growth phase in order to escalate the evolution of the expansion of the consciousness of the collective mind, or will the collective of humanity choose to travel the same path, the same timeline reality, that old Atlantean timeline reality, we could say that is set into and held in place in a particular form by the use and focus on the energies and creation forces associated with the Leo Sirius Lionsgate primary focus of physical emotional growth. I guess the biggest question we have to ask ourselves as a collective is, are we ready to mature mentally and spiritually? Okay. With that stated, I believe we're going to go ahead and prepare for our journey into the dragon's gate and to do the work we came here to do this evening. Like I said, I have a lot more information to share, but now is not the time for that. Now is the time for the work itself. So I would like everyone to get comfortable. I'm actually even going to stop my video and just put up my steel screen. And we're going to begin our journey. So if everyone get comfortable and get ready, take a few deep breaths. Bring yourself to center and prepare to allow, flow and enjoy this journey just as the message of the card that Kronkabaha pulled at the beginning of this chat spoke to us about. I would like for you to take, a few, take another deep breath. And with the next breath, I want you to begin focusing on Visualizing the boundaries of your physical body dissolving. Take a few more deep breaths. I'm going to give you just a few moments to continue the focus. Of allowing the boundaries of your physical body to dissolve. would now like for you to, in your mind's eye, because you are now simply consciousness, no physical form, simply consciousness free. I want you 
to create and become your consciousness. Your new form is that of an orange and red swirling cube. Box, if you will. Take just a few moments to create that for yourself. And now that your consciousness is that of this swirling orange and red cube, I would like you to begin allowing your consciousness to lift off of the planet, just floating free and shift your focus now to become into a space of darkness. It's peaceful, calm and restful. Now within your consciousness in the form of this swirling orange and red cube, I want you to create an electric golden yellow octahedron within it. And this creates a soft light. It's being emitted. And now that you have created this, I would like for you to create and become, not just create, but become your consciousness. This is your new form. An electric watery blue icosahedron within the octahedron within the cube. If you're not familiar with these forms, please do not allow it to distract you. Simply allow it the process and know it is fine. And this adds another layer of soft light that begins radiating out ever so softly. Still floating in this space of darkness, of nothingness, with only these soft lights of your own consciousness being emitted. I want you to begin experiencing yourself as the cube gently and slowly spinning in a clockwise direction. And now begin experiencing yourself, your consciousness as the octahedron within the cube 
gently and slowly spinning in a counterclockwise direction, the opposite direction as the cube. And now set the part of your consciousness that is the icosahedron held within the octahedron held within the cube, gently and slowly spinning in a clockwise direction, the same direction as the cube. Now, within your consciousness form, within your form of the spinning sacred geometric forms of these, of the cube and the octahedron and the icosahedron, in the very center of this electric watery blue icosahedron, that's at the very center of that electric golden yellow octahedron, which is held within the swirling orange and red cube. I want you to create the planet Earth. Your consciousness and the consciousness of Earth are one. Rest here momentarily and allow yourself to orient and relax and maintain this form in a comfortable, natural way. Now, before your vision, far in the distance, you see a light emitting soft hues of blue, green, violet, magenta, and gold. Please move toward that light until you find your consciousness floating before an enormous energy field. This is the 444-2222 dual Stargate portal. Simply allow yourself, your consciousness to move into it. Allow yourself to experience rest here momentarily and orient yourself as you view and experience the vastness of this energy field.
before your vision now, you see coming into view at the very center of this enormous energy realm, a light. Allow yourself to focus on it and be magnetically pulled towards it. As you get closer, you see and experience an energy of gold and electric water, watery blue energy waves swirling and dancing. This is the entrance into the dragon's gate that you stand and exist in consciousness before. The Shati Zait, Shati Onti Bahagane. Allow yourself now to be magnetically pulled in. Relax and allow and float in. Rest here momentarily and orient yourself to what you see and experience and hear. Now that you are oriented to the energy of the dragon's gate, please refocus your attention on the sacred geometric form of your consciousness that icosahedron that, that envelops and holds earth and the icosahedron sits within that octahedron and they all are held within the cube. And I want you to begin spinning inward into planet earth in your with your conscious focus within, that's nested within the sacred geometric consciousness form until you find yourself, your consciousness floating high above the Patella Palace located in Tibet on earth. Just be magnetically drawn and know that you are there. Rest here momentarily and reorient yourself. Now, descend your nested sacred geometric consciousness form deep into the earth beneath the Patella Palace and rest momentarily. Simply be. Nothing else is required. Simply exist.
Now I'd like for you to begin to slowly raise your consciousness form up from out of this point deep below Patella Palace. And as you move ever upward, you reach a point in your upward movement where you intuitively know and realize that the electric watery blue icosahedron part of your consciousness has stayed firmly seated within that point deep within the earth beneath the patella palace of earth. Continue moving your consciousness up ever so slowly. As your upward movement of your consciousness slowly continues, you reach a point where you instinctively realize that the electric golden yellow octahedron is also being released from the swirling orange and red cube of your outer sacred geometric consciousness form. Simply allow it to release slowly as you continue to move upward in your cube consciousness form and know it is placed exactly where it needs to be. Continue your slow upward movement until you find your consciousness form of the swirling orange and red clockwise spinning cube once again located in the space of nothingness and just rest peacefully. Rest here momentarily and reorient yourself once again. As you rest in the space of nothingness, far in the distance within your spinning sacred geometric cube consciousness form, far within, you see a soft violet light beginning to appear. This is within your own consciousness form. As it comes near, as it comes near, it grows in luminosity and becomes a nebulous light enveloping your cube consciousness form, softly lighting up an area extending a short distance outside your cube consciousness form. Rest here momentarily. As you rest here, you begin to see a table fading into your consciousness before you. This is as if it is slowly manifesting out of nothingness within your consciousness. And you move toward it, or does it move toward you? And as you stand, now, at this small ornate table, a beautiful book appears upon it. 
as you gaze upon the book before you, you find yourself mesmerized by its beauty. The detailed, intricate designs upon its cover are so hypnotizing, you find yourself captivated and spellbound. It is as if your consciousness and the book are one. As if the book upon the table is a manifestation of your consciousness. As you continue focusing upon the book, a word appears engraved on it. A word you do not know, but a word you recognize. A word born of your consciousness, born from out of the consciousness of the infinite one soul. That word is Lokatom. Rest here momentarily and orient yourself. Lokatom Nagayan. Suddenly, as suddenly as it appeared, the book begins to fade away. It is as if it simply melts back into the table upon which it lies. The book of Lokatom has now gone, and now the table just as the book begins to fade from view of your consciousness. As the table fades, so too does the nebulous light that envelops you. That nebulous violet light continues to fade until you are once again left floating in the space of nothingness as the spinning, swirling, orange and red sacred geometric cube form of consciousness. Rest here momentarily and reorient yourself and take this time to gather to you any information you desire to bring back with you from within Dragon's Gate and prepare to begin your journey of return to physical reality. Please begin the process of reforming the boundaries of your current physical human form and body. This is actually very simple. Just visualize and focus 
upon the spinning and swirling orange and red sacred geometric cube form you instructed your individual consciousness to take on to begin dissolving. And as it dissolves, the particles that were used to create that form simply reassemble themselves as your current human physical energy forms and body. I will count from one to five. And at the count of five, you will find your consciousness back in your body in the here and now. One, two, begin wiggling your fingers and toes. Three, take a deep breath, a little bit bigger movement of the body. Relax, maybe move the head. Four. And five. You're now back in the here and now. Please take your time returning and be sure to ground yourself in your preferred way. Thank you for that journey. I'm going to give everyone, I know we're still recording, but I'm going to give everyone just a few moments to write down any quick notes. Um, and Ariane, I'm going to hate to do this to you, but when you have finished, I believe you have um, something to share. I'm going to take this time to thank everyone very quickly. And um, so are you ready, Ariane? You back sufficiently? Yes. Okay. Yes, I'm back sufficiently. Okay. That, was, that was very interesting. <laughs> I have a lot to dwell on on that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, if you'll go and ahead, I, I see and, uh, what I see what you were talking about yeah. yesterday. <laughs> okay, well, if you'll go ahead and share what we talked about yesterday, then I would appreciate it. So I'm going to turn this over to you for a few moments. Yesterday, information came through that I needed to talk. Um, I'm sorry, I'm still not quite here, but um, I needed to actually do some talking about the cube and I worked on this for many hours yesterday and Essence told me that I was going to be totally rocked when the the actual journey to the Dragonscape took place <laughs> because there's so much that is linked together um, it, it's one of those moments where you just know that all this is true because there are too many things that link together and so this is what I spent my hours working on yesterday and um, I hope you're sufficiently returned from your journey to be able to take this information in and understand. Safety, structure and sanctuary. These are the things that are super important for me on a personal level at the moment. 
because they are the foundation that I need in order to be able to work, not just for my work, but for the work I do for the collective and beyond, because I need that foundation, that structure, that place of safety in order to function. Safety, structure, sanctuary. It's not just me that needs these things right now. We all, and that means this entire global society, we're all lacking in these areas, simply due to the times we're living through. We live in the energy of fear. There's COVID, vaccinations, lockdowns, questions like, will I have a job next week? And then there are things that are happening in the wider world, in your local, commu local community and right around the world. It's hard to escape it. We need a place of sanctuary, a place where we know what's what, where we can feel comfortable and where we can relax. As starseed and empaths, we know about boundaries. We set our intentions, we work with crystals. We work to create our safe space, a space where our sanctuary lies within the safety of a strong energetic structure. You might have built a personal protection or maybe expanded that to encompass your home or even your whole town. This energy relates to the four frequency and unsurprisingly, the sacred geometric form of the four frequency is the cube. How many times when we're stuck in a rut, repeating the same old patterns that seem to get us nowhere, how many times do we tell ourselves or others to think outside the box, especially when we need a solution? That box we place around ourselves can be a place of sanctuary. But when you allow yourselves to get really comfortable behind those walls, it can also run the risk of becoming a prison. When you never push yourself outside the boundaries of that place where you feel that everything is familiar, comfortable, safe, you run a risk of stagnation, even of a contraction in your energy field. You can't expand when you're in a place that doesn't give you room to expand. We all do this from time to time. There's times it feels a lot more secure not to rock the boat. It's a case of better the devil you know, stick tight. The need to expand boundaries can be scary, but it can also be essential. So how do we do that? especially when we exist in a society that can be really difficult to live within right now. Do we even want to do that, to expand our boundaries, to grow? That's food for thought. To become that better world that we all hope the collective will choose for our future timeline. Are we really wanting this? Because this is what we are being called to do right now. We need to have a look at how we have created that four frequency energy around us. We need to have a look at how we understand that energy. 
we need to visualize the sacred geometric cube that we have built and the boundaries we have set around ourselves. And we need to ask ourselves if it's time to do some reconstruction. If the collective consciousness of humanity is to grow, is to be in a place where we are ready to choose how our future will look. If we're not to remain in the comfortable place where stagnation happens and nothing really changes, we have to understand where we are right now. And we have to be prepared to possibly make some changes. Think about your personal boundaries. Are they rock solid? able to survive storm and tempest, keeping you warm and secure, safe and comfortable behind them? Does your energetic safety cube have windows, doors, places that will allow the energy to flow freely through in all directions? In your mind's eye, what material is your sanctuary cube made from? Concrete, wood, plasticine. You know it has strength, but is that strength a platform to expand from or a place that could be confining? Only you know this. I'm going to ask you to have a look at your place of personal safety and security. The sacred geometric cube that you have built around you with the four frequency energy. We do all have one. We're human. And we need a place where we feel safe. And as you all know by now, you can't separate the physical from the spiritual. So your place of safety is most likely your home in the physical world. But with everything that's been happening around us, that safety may have changed. Think energy. Have you been in lockdown? How did you feel about your safe place then? Was it a place of safety where you could leave the fears of the world outside and live and work in joy and contentment? Was it a place you retreated to, bringing the fears of the outside world with you, building your barriers against their attack? Once you understand your personal cube, once you understand the energy you've built into it, you can understand how you work within that place. Is it a place of stability, of unconditional love, a safe space where you can feel free to be yourself, to learn, to grow? Or does it feel as if it's closing tight, locking out the outside world, a place to hunker down until the trouble passes? a place of confinement. Only you can decide which way it feels and which works for you right now, where you are right now. There's no wrong answer. A cube is a tool. It can be a gift. It can be a gift to aid self and others to combat the fear that's just too prevalent in today's world. With the visualization of the sacred GMO, geometric form of the cube, you can look someone in the eye, even if only for a moment, 
and share with them the frequency of unconditional love and the stability of a safe place to exist within. By doing this, you are assisting others in dealing with any fear that they are existing within. Are you living within the solid box with all its restrictions, its constraints and lack of room to grow? Or are you stepping out of the box, turning around and looking at it and asking yourself how you can reconstruct that sacred geometric shape, how you can use the solid foundations and strength of the structure of the cube to give you that security, that safety, and still allow your growth and the free flow of energy that is needed for you as an individual and to aid the collective to expand into a better future. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Ariane. Great information. I wanna share this one last thing and then we're going to finish this chat this evening. Uh, just for those who may not know or aren't familiar, we will have an after chat, what we call an after chat when we stop the recording where we talk and share. You're welcome to join us there if you like to, and we'll let you know as soon as the recording ends. I want to share um, from the Metatronic Numerology, the four frequency, just a little bit of information uh, about what this is, okay? This four frequency, even related to the chakra work, okay? Because the four frequency is about work. It's about work. It's about limits. It's about order. It's about service, especially service to others. It's about boundaries, okay? And all of those, it's about commitment, even if you will. And all of those things are required for this work, this chakra work even, okay? That we have stated is so vital. It's really step one. If you cannot, this is what I'm hearing. If you, if you cannot commit to the work on self at this level, then you're, you're really uh, just wasting a lot of time. I, I don't know how else to say it. And I'm not trying to sound rude or condescending or anything else. It's just a simple truth. Okay. So this is what I've written uh, for about the four frequency. The Metatronic Numerology IMP word phrase for the four frequency is I am form and service. It's pretty straightforward. The four frequency is about work. It is about creating limits, boundaries, and a solid foundation upon which to build. It is represented by the sacred geometric forms of the square and the cube, equal in all ways and holding a unifying principle. The four frequency through the sacred geometric forms of the square and the cube brings light into your body. What did your consciousness just do in this journey when it was in this form? It brought light, okay, into your body. So the, the four frequency through the sacred geometric forms of the square and the cube brings light into your body and your life in a balanced manner and assist you in holding your world in equilibrium. 
too much drama in your world, too much trauma. The cube is your friend. It is the form you need to begin working with. It helps you to build your life upon a strong and solid foundation. The four frequency teaches the lesson of steady growth through patience. That's a commitment and shows the value of a strong work ethic, integrity. But above all, it teaches us about our work in service to others and about doing our share of any necessary work, both in the physical world and in the spiritual world. Because why? Altogether now, you cannot separate the physical from the spiritual. All right. Very good. <laughs> Thank you all for that. I have enjoyed this chat and this journey immensely. Thank you all. I'm so honored. I'm honored. Thank you. Like I said, there is a lot of information that we had that did not have opportunity to, to be shared. So as soon as possible, I'm not going to put any time limits on anything, but as soon as possible, um, I and we will record something to just share the information out. And when we do, we'll put it up on YouTube and then, you know, share links and stuff. Um, be, I, I want to say to those of you who don't already realize that myself and the other two crones have backed away quite a bit from using social media, such as Facebook and things like that. Uh, we're still there. We still have a presence there, but we're not there nearly as much. So I want to go ahead and take this opportunity to let you know that if you have not and you're interested in staying up, you, you can, you know, find the information on Facebook. We do put um, stuff on our IKOK page and also I do on my personal page. Kronko uh, Baja has a page. I think Kron Ariane is looking at possibly um, doing some rearrangements and stuff there. But anyway, but also my website, that's another place that you can keep up. You can subscribe there and get emails about uh, events and things. That's shambhalanewearth.com, S-H-A-M-B-A-H-A-L-L-A, newearth.com. It'll be in uh, the write-up on the YouTube. And then I'm going to have uh, Kron Kabaha actually go ahead when she says her goodbyes for this evening, share her web address. And it also will be in the write-up on this video on YouTube. So once again, thank you all very much for joining us. Thank you for your participation and your commitment to this sacred contractual work, your sacred contractual work, and to your service to the collective consciousness of humanity. We truly honor you for that. So with that stated, I'm going to ask Kronko Baha to go ahead and say good evening. And uh, we'll begin our goodbyes, of course. As always, once the other two crones have said goodbye, we will end on a note of silence and then move straight into the after chat. So, Kabaha? Yes. Well, thank you. First of all, I would like to thank Essence for taking us on the journey. It was absolutely amazing. I've got already some feedback here, uh, a lot to think about. And 
mostly thank you for being with us tonight and taking part of it. And as Essen said, for everyone who is ready to do the real work and to contribute to the work. And um, yes, thank you. Over to you, Ariane. Yeah, that, that was just an amazing journey. And I have lots of stuff to think about um, with regards to that. But thank you for joining us. I too do have a website. It's called ariane.blog. That's A-U-R-I-A-N dot blog. Um, and you too can sign up for that one to get email notifications of everything that I write in there, which is not terribly frequently at the moment. Um, love to see you over there too. Looking forward to continuing the journey side by side with you. Take care. Guys, shut in. Yeah. Kabaha, you want to go ahead? And yeah, I just yeah. realized, sorry, my, my mind is just <laughs> still trying to recover. Uh, <laughs> yes, my website is www.mysticdragonflywhispers.com. Thank you. Okay. I went the wrong way on that. <laughs> I thought I was muted and I, never mind. Um, I guess I'm not back either. So thank you all very much. We're going to, like we said, in this chat, like every other chat on a note of silence. So simply take yourself into that relaxed state and ground and reorient into the physical reality uh, from this journey. Oh. I am the ancient future transitioning immortal. I am the ancient future breath of life. Kara unsche prana. Kara unsche prana. Kara unsche prana.